It's time for the Jay Foreman postgame show. Here's Coy Detmer dropping straight back in the pocket. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score. A look to the left, and he kind of telegraphed it all the way. When the ball was tipped, Foreman's in the right spot. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinnie Creekhead, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. Here's Fawendi dropping back, fires a pass, and it's intercepted by the Huskers at the 25, Jay Foreman. And Foreman takes it down to the 19-yard line of Oklahoma. Another big play by the Blackshirts. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. uh, Fresh off the uh, 13-10 Iowa Hawkeyes uh, defeat of Nebraska. This is Jay Foreman. After game show, I uh, brought you by Tanner's. to be honest, I'm still in shock right now that the the game ended the way it did. It was a uh, you know a valiant effort. It just wasn't uh, just the, the little last two. That last minute was long, and you know sometimes you, you got to be able to operate you know very calmly under pressure. You got to know exactly what you're doing. You can't predetermine. You got to expect the unexpected or try to forecast what you could possibly see, and. You know, give you got to give Iowa credit, man. They they had their backs against the wall. We had the momentum. We get the interception. Um, I don't necessarily know if that was a the holding penalty, but it, you know, I could see it as subjective. You know, that you could argue both ways. And uh, you know, they get the interception, and then we just give up a a big gash and run right there um, to set them up for an easier field goal, such an easier field goal that they brought in a new field goal kicker. You know. Um, Oof! It was. Uh, I mean, look, it's a typical Nebraska Iowa game. It's going to come. I mean, look, it's the second, or third time I think they've hit like a walk off uh, field goal to beat us. And uh, you know, you got to give them credit. You know, got to give Nebraska players credit. They played hard. Um, Iowa's not an easy team to beat. They make you beat them. We had plenty of chances to beat them. Um, you know, it was a. You know, you throw it all out there, and it was just they—they they had a look, little bit more left in the tank, and they made the plays where that need to be made down the stretch. And they, you know, the, there's a reason why they're going to the Indianapolis ten and two, right? Um, and so, man, I, I'm sure you know as a as a player on that team, and everybody as a fan, former player, myself, alumni, alumnus, you know, especially for you know, I feel for those coaches and those players because I'm sure. No, I'm not sure. I know that they put a lot into it, and to lose like that, you know, that stings for a while. Um, it will sting for a while, and rightfully so. You care about it, and things like that are gonna, you know, look, look, man. Those close losses stick with you forever, and um, I mean, they really. I mean, just I can only speak from personal experience, so I can't really, you know, speak for them. You know, I hate it for them. You know that this is the the season's over. Um, I hate it for them. Um, for the simple fact that, you know, the, for those guys, I feel like this year they actually had a chance to get coached and the guys that were, were going to be, you know, not going to be coming back. The guys that are still on the team are probably going to reap some of the benefits that they put uh, down as a foundation this year. Um, sure, there's a lot of learning lessons in this season when you go back from game one through 12, right? Situational football is huge. I mean, it is huge, and you have to take it serious. I mean, it is. Yeah. And I think we said it last week and the week before, right? And the game of, and the reason why is that the game of football has changed so much, right? 
that it's actually broke down to if I don't know if I had to go back and watch a game. It's in four quarters. It's probably broke down into let's just say ten to twelve segments of situational football. It is. That's why it's so much harder right now for us, and that's why it's it, it's it's and you can devil in those type of situational football segments a little bit easier when you're a little bit farther down the road. Obviously, building your program. Obviously, Kurt Ferentz and those guys have done a really good job. Matt Rule and company are doing a good job just getting started, and so you know they've rep those things and they know their identity. They play one defense generally. Um, They've had their backs against the wall and, you know, been able to kind of pull it out. They they were able to make the one play on defense that, you know, kind of was the, you know, put them over the edge. And then the big run, I think, really, really got them when they, when, you know, Nebraska knew that they were running. And so they just had a little bit left in the tank, man. And uh, Ken is already, the, the phone line that, you know, listen, we, I feel your pain, you know, I mean, Come one, come all. Call in, and uh, we'll listen to you. I got we, we got somebody on the line. Ken, Ken, Ken is not there. Ken's mad. He, he, Ken, Ken did not want to. Ken, talk. if you want to call back, man, we're yeah, here for you. Back. Uh, Jay, I, I mean, I'm still kind of in shock at uh, at the way this unfolded. Um, I, I think it's not that I'm shocked Nebraska lost. I think it was just the how quick it, everything happened, right? Nebraska gets the interception with 30 seconds left or 45 seconds left, whatever 41 it was. 41 seconds left, yeah. Um, and they they return it to midfield. They have the holding penalty, whatever. And then in that situation, you have to burn your last time out. Um, and the game management, I mean, you mentioned it. Like, I, I told Austin with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, like, the football gods always find a way. Like, they always... There's always going to be a situation into where we can look back at another situation and go, man, if you could have handled it differently, it would be valuable. In this case today, it was if you wouldn't have called a time, if you wouldn't have had to call a timeout in the second half when you sent a field goal unit to kick a 60 yarder into the wind, you burned a timeout. You ended up putting it down at the one, yes. So there's one timeout that was somewhat wasted, I think. Then you also had it this next time when you challenged. When you challenged the second and one call, there's your second timeout that's wasted late in the game. You come down the 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 line here towards the end of the game. Iowa on what was it second down and ten? They get, Deacon Hill gets sacked. Matt Rule tries to call a timeout, but they credit the timeout to Iowa first. So you get to you get a break, and you get you keep your your third timeout. Right. If if those situations are handled differently. Nebraska has three timeouts, and not to mention at the end of the game, if you can be a little more organized and not let the thing speed up on you right. and keep everybody on the same page offensively, you don't have to burn your third timeout. And who knows what happens or what you have to ask Chubba Purdy to do. And then the execution on the other side of it was was somewhat disappointing down the stretch. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, listen, you got a lot of inexperienced players in there, um, and that's just part of football I mean that's just part of the you know where they're at you know if you have a bunch of experienced players on there probably doesn't you don't have to do all these things that you talked about right you kind of yeah you know you're on time out of in and out of the huddle you're getting it you know the play call you're not worried about that you're not looking for an offensive lineman to come on for field goal you, you know it's just you're not having to do that now it was the field goal kicker 
Well, it was it was a lineman and field goal kicker, but yeah. I mean he probably I, I wasn't. I know what you're saying. He probably, yes. but I'm saying experienced guys are always on alert, and you just never know the dynamics of it. You don't necessarily know, you know, what the what what the deal is. But I like to I'd like to think if we tackled a little bit. I mean, oh, yeah. if we I think if we tackled a little bit better, I don't think we have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I think. Um, you know, I was a decent running team. I don't think they're the best running team. I think Michigan is like excellent running team. Yeah. You know, Bama and Georgia, you know, those type of teams. This isn't the typical Iowa because they don't have no. the offensive line that no. Iowa typically and, and does. Nebraska's defensive line, I think, yes. pretty, pretty good. We just didn't – I don't think we handled our business as much as we could. Now, Iowa's going to make you play in a phone booth, and they're going to they, – they're, they're like a boxer that, you know, say they're going up against a – and I wouldn't call Nebraska overly skilled, right? But I would just say like a boxer is, is going against the overly skilled. Then he's gonna, you know, he's gonna grab and clutch. He's gonna, they're gonna try to make you play their way, and then they kind of get you out of your out of your element. And we, you know, you're right. We sped up a little bit at the end, but you know, I think there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, the inexperience, you know, you got to give them credit. They threw a little fire zone there um, against our offense, which is a, you got to give them credit. It's a good call. They executed it. But then again, Nick, okay, they got it. They're probably about, what, eight yards from whatever that field goal, mm-hmm. the red line was. Oh, yeah. And then they got a 20-yard run. Yeah, with missed tackles right up the middle. Right. So that has nothing to do with Iowa. Yeah. That, that has more to do with us. Yeah. So, yes, because and here's why, like, I always, like, like to evaluate on, like, what really happened, right? Now, there is a cause and effect. There is. Mm-hmm. There's a cause and effect of a ton of stuff, right? Way earlier in the game. That's why I say it's 12, like, segmented situational football, you know, instances in the four-quarter game. But I'd like to think that at the end of the day, if we could get them held right there, that we got a good chance that they missed the field goal because he barely yeah. made the one he made. Well, well it, was, it was also a new field goal kicker. Yeah, but he barely made it. Yeah. So if we get... 10 yards more or 10, he, 10 yep. you know, he's there. We're good. And so it's just, uh, you know, it's a heartbreaking loss. It's a frustrating loss. It's a very uh, emotional loss because there was a lot on the line. You know, you could have, you know, got to a bowl game. It would have, you would have really, you know, I guess in the big, you know, people's, you know, because the lazy thinking is like, okay, you made a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. You can deal with all that stuff, even though there's a there's a ton of positives that they've done this year. Even though this is the same result, this is a way better team, coach team. Um, they have some deficiencies, right? I'm sure the coaches have said it, right? Or they will, right? I'm assuming, yeah. right? They got to get better at some places. Some guys need to get better. It's a uh, learning experience. Even if they don't say it, they're going to address some whatever they believe they sure. are throughout the off season. Well, yeah. I mean, that's your job as a coach. It is. I mean. You look at the highest ranked teams in the in the nation. They'll be looking to add some guys to their team next year. So it's only just a natural, uh, you know, attrition or in addition or whatever you want to call it in, in football. So I mean, right now it just sucks. I mean, as you see the fans and and it's just another. You know, I don't. I'm not a big take this and then parlay it into whatever happened in the past. Or just take it this right here. It's it's a. It's a learning experience, man. And sometimes when you get in those moments, that's when you have to perform your best. Mm-hmm. That's when you have to make the simple plays because the simple plays are the ones that win you the game under pressure. I'm telling you, it comes down to fundamentals. I know everybody likes the, 
four star and all the fancy stuff. At the end of the day, what did Iowa do? They ran a basic defense. The fundamental of the defense is for the guy to be the hook zone dropper to try to take away anything deeper. If it had more, um, more of arc on it, right, or more trajectory on it, it gets over his head. But it was right thrown right to him. What's the fundamental? Catch the football. Yeah. What do you do? Get to the sideline, right? When you get to the sideline, they are taught once you get to the sideline to get out of bounds. So then, therefore, the clock stops and you don't get tackled in bounds. That's fundamentals. Then they go out there and they run one play, and I guarantee you, they the the purpose of that play was to see how many yards they can get to set up a possible mm-hmm. well, exactly. play to get to the middle of the field to have a straight-on field goal. So yeah. they did the fundamental things better than us down the stretch, and that's it. Let's uh, let's go to the phone lines. We got Danico on the line. Danico, appreciate you waiting. What's on your mind? Hey, how you doing today, fellas? <laughs> Good, man. Hey, Jay, I understand what you're saying about the tackling. Yeah. But, I, got, I, I mean, what, what I got to say to that, Jay, is this. We was 5-3 and three a few weeks ago. Our last four opponents haven't scored 20 points. Right. Think about that. Oh, yeah. And and we, we lead the nation with 31 turnovers. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the defense, with the poor tackling and all of that about the defense, the defense is still doing their job. Right. Oh, yeah. The defense needs help from the offense. You know, even in this game, we had three turnovers. And we still – we held Iowa to 10 points going into the, 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 the last field goal they kicked. Right. I mean, you can go back to the greatest team ever to ever play was the 95 Nebraska team. And all we did was run the football 80% of the time, and our offense still put up points. Right. I mean, this is ridiculous, man. The offense is going to have to help the defense. Tackling, whatever you want to say about tackling and all that, right. these, these turnovers are horrible. Well, appreciate it, yeah. Danico. Yeah, I, I mean, think, yeah. I mean, D'Amico, or Danico's right. Excuse me, I don't want to uh... – Call you, I mean, not pronounce your name right. He's definitely right. I, I, all I'm saying is about the tackling is the big run before half, right? And now we end up blocking yeah. the field goal, but it flips the field. Yeah. I just think our defense is good enough not to give up those big, big runs. Now, offensively, he's he's 100% right. The turnovers have got to be, you know, expedited, <laughs> extra, you know, out of the program, number one. And then number two, I think what also what he's saying is, even with that, we need more complementary football, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, like, like okay, if you just look at Iowa's offense and our offense, what well, they're okay with just punting the ball and then just okay, defense do your thing, right? So the defense kind of knows they're not going to turn the ball over, right? Even though they had an interception, it was so late in the game. Chances are, you know, if we, you know, we have a better chance of getting the field goal to win the game without the the holding holding yeah. penalty. So. You know, I think it's. I mean, he's 100 percent right. You got to. We got to just got to continue along the complimentary football, and the compliment needs to be. You're going to have to be able to depend on each other. Yeah, I mean, he, and, and it's hard to do this. First of all, I was one of the best defenses in the nation, so pulling up to the stadium, you ain't scoring 30. Okay, no. we the game right when we were on the pregame show. What'd I say? Now it was just uh, unfortunately it was Iowa that walked off. What did I say? Thirteen ten. Thirteen ten. Nebraska walks off and wins it. Yeah. Because that's the way it is. And, and it was set up. Right. There, there was a possibility that where where you had the opportunity, you being Nebraska, had the opportunity to yeah. do it. Yeah. It's just it's it's just situational football. Yes. I, I mean, without a doubt. I mean, <laughs> by no means would I be up here saying that the turnovers are good. But I mean, it's commendable for the defense and this yeah, team that first man. of all. Let's get one thing straight. For them to be five and seven with this amount of turnovers, yep. or this amount of turnovers, that's that's 
and this is the whole, and I don't want to get too much into this because I, you know, the whole three and that best three and nine team ever. Grassman at straws. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, you don't, want, you don't want to do but that. But you want to, I want to give them their credit. Yeah. To win five games with this amount of turnovers and a new defense and new staff, it's commendable for that team to be five and seven. It, it, it regardless is. Of the, regardless of the schedule. Which in a way, Jay, I mean, makes you feel kind of crappier about how that you were five and seven. I mean, because this is, this was a really good group. This defense was a really good group. For the most part, and you're going to be replacing a lot of guys. They went through the senior day thing. It was Nick Henrich, it was Luke Reimer, Isaac Gifford, Phelan Samford. Like you're replacing a, Isaac a Gifford. Decent... I thought he had another year. You're yeah, he does. He he walked. He that doesn't walked mean he senior. can't come back. It doesn't mean anything. But I'm saying this is that yeah, yeah, you, potentially. There's you potentially get, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, where you're replacing a decent amount of guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and and Tony White's future is uncertain, right? Like you and and to Danico's point, right? And this is a big picture thought. You went four and zero in October for the first time in twenty two years, whatever the case was, right? Right. You had one game. You needed one game, and you weren't able to do it against a team in Michigan State that lost six in a row, against a team in Maryland that was losers of three in a row coming into you, mm. uh, against a team in Wisconsin that was losers of three in a row. You couldn't get it done. Right. Like, this yeah. is, that's probably like, the worst. That's, that's, probably that's the, the worst part. That's the biggest part. I don't think the, I mean, obviously. The, yeah, the, we can we can break it down game by game, game. You can game by game, but, but I just think when you needed one, yeah. You, you, it, it, we talked about it last week and the week before, is that 16 quarters that you had left promised shrunk to 12, then shrunk to 8, right. and before you knew it, it was, oh, bleep. We, we got to play. Four, we got we got four yeah. quarters, and we got to do it against the top twenty team in the country. Yeah, and that's not what you wanted to do. No. And they, but ultimately, they had a chance to win. I mean, it's a it's a lot of, you know, I always say this, man. The pain of discipline sucks. It mm. does, man. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to be on a, like a little pre, you know, yeah, preacher, soapbox, pre yeah. soapbox. But pain. I mean, I'm telling you, discipline sucks. It does. And it's painful, Nick. You know what I mean. It, and and at that, and the one thing about pain of discipline, it's very temporary, because generally it lets up. But that pain of regret, Nick. Hey, and, and that's that's the that's the and it, and it's not gonna. Yeah. It, listen, it's not this. It is a game of football. It's not gonna deter the rest of their life. But the but the be in the position to make a bowl game and do what you needed to do, and then also you know when it had probably could have had a better record. Is something that they gotta not only embrace, they gotta take accountability for it and responsibility for it, and then they gotta find a way to rectify it. All the while, like you said, move, losing some pieces on offense and defense, and then guys need to continue to step up. You, I mean, you talk about it all the time, where it's that you don't want to be three weeks after the season ending, or frankly, an hour after your season ends, and say, "What could I have done more?" Never. You, you, that's that's the worst Never. feeling. As Never. a competitor, yeah. you, even at lower levels, that's the worst feeling. You want to just leave not, it all not, out there. Not even, not even at Nebraska. Right. But, Jay, obviously, you you know that situation right. where right. it's like, did I do enough? You want to sell out, man. And that's, what, you know, one of the things that we had. And I think one of the – but I, I would tell you, man, it's for – like, like you can't go back and turn, turn back this game. But you can't run from this game. You can't run from this season. There's a lot of good things they did, right? Um, there's a lot of things they need to improve on. And that's just part of the deal in the first year. It's like, yeah. I, you know, this isn't painting anything. It's like, in some ways, they made a ton of progress. Some ways, they didn't. So you got to 
continue along the progress in the positive way. And then you got to be able to meet the things that you need to rectify or get better at head on. Mm-hmm. And, 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 it, and it has to be, and it, you can't sit up here and put it all on the coaches, right? Yeah. Because the players are out there playing. Like, it's just like, you know, right from wrong. Yeah. So like if me and you walk in target, right. And we got five bucks. And when there's something for 10 bucks, we ain't creating five more bucks. Yeah. We got to be like, you know what? We got to go back and figure out how to make five more bucks. You know right from wrong. You got to do it, and you got to understand what's being – because right now it has to be the the next season starts today. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a lot of texts. We got a phone call. Eric, we'll get to you in a second, E-Rock. man. Uh, we're getting a lot of texts about officiating yeah. and, and how officiating was bad. I think my, my thought in all of this, Jay, is with officiating, was it, was it the greatest? Absolutely not. Did Nebraska still have chances to win despite the poor officiating? They have every single game. Every single game that we come out here and, and we complain or, or people complain about the officials, yeah. why are we complaining about it? It's because Nebraska lost. It's because Nebraska didn't do enough on their end. They didn't control what they can control to take them over the top. Teams get feel Teams and fan bases feel like they get gypped in officiating all the time. You know why they don't talk about it? It's because they control what they control and they still figure out a way to win games through it. Yeah. It's not just an officials versus Nebraska thing. This is not a, a like all officiating is not perfect. And you don't no. want it to be perfect. You want that human element in the game. No, I mean, yeah, and, but yeah, at, at, yes the end of the, no. at the end of the day, Nebraska's got to do other things. Like Nebraska, yeah, Nebraska can. needs to hit a 44 yard field goal. And Nebraska needs to not have a false start penalty. Nebraska needs better game management. They need to be more alert and aware of the situation, what's going on on the on the sideline as a player and as a coach. Those are not things that officials create or, no. or control. No, but if you miss a point of attack. Absolutely. Face face mask, which would have been 15 yards. Yep. Then it doesn't make it. Does, well, it, and, it, and a subjective holding on the on the, on the right. interception so the, by I mean, Tommy so Hill. That's what they're talking about, yes. Now, I will say this. Across the nation and at college and the pros, mm-hmm. the officiating is not very good. No. Okay. Um, now I will tell you this, and the only reason I know this is because when I played at, when I played for Houston Texans, we were we were a new franchise. We're not getting any calls, and a referee pretty much told me, "You guys aren't good. You're not getting any calls." Yeah. So, so the human element that you're talking about is what they're mad about. And now, I and I, I will get and that. I will and and that's actually on whoever runs the referees. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like there was a couple calls in the Michigan State game that mm-hmm. affected the game. That face mask affected the game. The holding, it I mean, maybe the, the, the non-targeting call. There's a ton of stuff, There's but then ton. you do create your own breaks. But the ones that are, I always say like this: This is what I think about officiating. If you're in a position to make a layup call, especially mm-hmm. hold on, and, and especially on a quarterback, and especially a face mask, you know, two things that are very, very like at the top of the referees to protect players, player yep, safety, yep, yep, yep. quarterback. Face mask, does the head wrench, and how many times have we seen a face mask penalty be called? Yep. And it was just just a barely swipe. Now his head gets wrenched, and you didn't call it at the point of attack. I yeah. do have a problem with that. Um, I don't think the officiating is why we lost. I just felt like the situation of football, we just didn't take advantage of some situations. And, you know, I felt like we got started a little bit slow on offense a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then when we caught our rhythm, I felt like we were good. And they just kind of, you know, we blinked once down the stretch. Mm-hmm. They didn't blink. 
That's it. You, you talk about starting slow. Nebraska at one point trailed in time of possession. This was before the Jalen Lloyd touchdown. Uh, Iowa had the ball for almost 19 minutes compared to five and a half minutes for Nebraska. So, and that was, uh, and, and that's but their, part of it is because of the Chubba Purdy fumble when he was rolling out to the yeah. pocket near the 50 yard line. It just slips out of his hands. It, like that's another thing that I you can't blame coaching on that. No, you no. can't. You can't blame that's that on a, coaching. I mean, you go to any quarterback coach, right, or any running back coach. They have running back coaches now. Yep. They would. They, that's what they're doing when you're rolling out. You gotta have. They, they're. These are the drills that they do. I mean, so yeah. these are the things that everybody is. Is quick to sit in here and come in here and blame coaches for. Yeah. Turn. Not all. This is one thing that's that I learned, and this is because I played with David Carr and saw the what he was dealing with as a defensive player when he was dealing on offense. All turnovers and all sacks are not created the same. Now mm-hmm. I will tell you the ones that I, I call them egregious and the ones that are just lack of. I wouldn't say effort, but lack of like ball security. Those are the ones that you got to really harp on. The ones that like that, the one offs, you got to just those. You got to. What can you do? Because yeah. I guarantee, this isn't a thing that's taught or allowed, right? Because that's not that doesn't happen in practices. This I always go back to being at that Illinois game. Yeah. I saw a coach for eight days in a row work that work that situation. Put your feet on on the ten yard line. If you take one step back, do not catch the ball. Yeah. And he said, "Am I clear? Yeah, coach, I'm I'm clear. I saw it for eight days in a row, mm-hmm. probably even more than that. But eight times they ran that situation. They got in the game. The player decided to catch it on the two and a half yard line. When the bullets are flying, who, right. what are you like? What? How do you how do you respond? Well, then are you are you are you hearing me? Or are you listening? Yeah. And so know. those are the type of things Man. that they, they you know that's. And and that's that's what makes it so difficult because then then the fan base hears the coaches on Monday on Tuesday say, listen, that's it's not happening in practice. It's not it's not we're not seeing. Now that. there was a lot of things that you probably saw on, on, the, yep. on the, when I was down there, like well before you know yep. whatever that they saw. But I could I can I will go to bat for that. And that, and that's what you I'm saying what I mean? though is because yeah. then because then frankly the coaches today after the game have to wipe wipe cake off their face because they look like idiots because. The things that are happening in the game and now. Now here's the thing: coaches aren't off scot free here, right? They're they're not. It's not like they have zero fault, right? They're they're they do no, need some I mean, accountability. Oh yeah, everybody but, but does. We, but can't, yeah, everybody. we can't sit here and be like, fire this guy, fire this no. guy, fire I mean, this, this guy, point, and move that, on from if, him. If that's what people are doing right now, then you have no business even like commenting right now. Yeah. If Let's, that's your, if that's your go to, yeah. If that's your go to. That's how you end up being 20 years down the down the drain. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Eric is on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Eric, thanks for being patient, man. What's on your mind? Yeah, hey, uh, thanks for taking my call, first off. Uh, I Just a couple observations. You know, I think a, a lot of our skill positions are young are young players. So, I mean, uh, we do have some hope there for the future, but we definitely need to go out, in my opinion, and get out to uh, – get a quarterback in the transfer portal. We just we need something to secure that position. Um but you know, I've I've been back in Matt Rule the whole season, and I still do. I I just I just kind of wonder some of the play calls. Of course, at the end, I think everybody else is and the time management. Um, I just don't understand how we do not throw that ball down to at least the fifteen ten yard line. You know, at the end of the game there, instead of throwing it over the middle for ten yards, uh, we're not going to get a field goal into that wind unless we get down there closer to the uh, to the end zone. But just an observation. I don't know. I appreciate you guys taking my call and uh, love listening to you guys. Thanks. Thanks, Eric. I, I, I don't know if 
the throwing a pass down to the 10, 15 yard line is realistic. Uh, Chubba Purdy probably doesn't have that arm into the wind. Um, I think you, was it one of those feeler out plays where it's see if we can get 15 and then we see what we can do? Because the, the first of all, the receiver, frankly, was open. Chubba just looked right through him, looked right yeah. through the defender. Where you place the ball and all that stuff, I mean, that's, you know, again, that situational football that comes with experience. We have the ability after it's already happened and it didn't work out, right, to say, okay, this is what you should have done. Yeah. So, ideally, yeah, sure. We would, I mean, at the end of the day, you just like not throw an interception. I mean, I, I mean, I'm assuming, yeah. right? I yeah. think, assume well, we, yeah. we're all locked and set with don't that, right? Don't commit the 31st turnover so, of the year. I, you know, I think, um, I mean, look, I was a tough team to beat for us right now. They do have 10 wins. Like, we got we got to remember yeah, I mean, this that as gross as Iowa, frankly, looked today, this they, is who they, 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 are. they have 10 wins. This is who they are. They, listen, that, that game right there travels. Yeah. That game well, right there. And, that and game. That game right there travels. As ugly as it is, and and Kirk and Brian Ferentz know that it's ugly. They're fine with it. They're they're cool with it. Yeah. Because why? Because they're it going wins. to Indianapolis in a couple right. weeks. It, but that game travels. Yeah. That game. You can play that game and and be around seven eight wins no matter where you're at because they play really good special teams. They're physical, as all get yeah. out, especially on the defense and, and coverage units. They're extremely physical. They're fast. Right. Um, and their defense is lights out. Yeah. So really you get, you know, I don't, you don't, I don't want to take anything away from them, but I, I can only focus on Nebraska where we just had a couple plays we could have made. Everybody can look at the situation of football. Just felt like we need to get started a little bit earlier. But then again, you know, we had the fumble on the, on the punt return. Yeah. Right. Lucky enough, we blocked the field goal. Right. And then we had a fumble on a quarterback, you know, scramble or whatever well and, and frankly chubba actually fumbled it twice in the same type of situation we got we, we, we right. got one back we got ne it back. nebraska got one back there. yeah and then we were able to kind of get some yards and then miss the field goal yep so and you know i mean that's just what comes down to it i mean i think we have a lot of young depth or young players that have showed some you know light you know um it, it, you know or in, in improvement you know it's kind of like remember when scott Scott's Scott's crew was here and we went up to Illinois and, and they were all freshmen. Yeah. And you're like, man, if those dudes can act, they went, well, two of them just declared for the draft. Right? Witherspoon is gone. Yep. You know what I mean? And the and you had the Brown Brown brothers. You're like, you know what? They got some potential. That's pretty much where Nebraska's at right now. They gotta add some stuff to it, obviously. But you know, I think right now it's it's you know you It's a heartbreaking, Jay. I mean I'll, to I'll lose that way, yeah, yeah, yeah the last second. Well, yeah, and, that's and, like losing that last second three. And 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 once again, is you look back at the four games that you had. Sure, I mean the, the you can look that. You, you can look back at every loss. I mean, you can look at Minnesota, Colorado. Yeah. I mean, you can look at all of them. But even even through all that, even just looking a little closer to even closer to current time, like in the last month. It's all it's all been one possession and it's all been situations that you were unable to control. Wisconsin, right. that's a that's a that's a win if Tristan Alvano and I, I hate to just single out a guy, if you're able to make a field goal at the start, right? Because remember he he missed the, the 42 yard or whatever it was earlier in the game, then tied it up at the end, right? So that's a 2017 game if you just want to play it that way. Today, same kind of situation. But you can go through all the fumbles, you can go through all the interceptions, you can go through all the bad decisions. Go through all the questionable play calling. 
Yeah, but that you know that's just a culmination of everything. Yeah, but that's with every single team. It is. It, it, that it happened. Is. I'm gonna tell you like this. No, no, this is not. A, a, this is not on every single team has this. It has this come up when they don't reach the goals that they you know maybe have wanted. So I think you know. So, it, but it's a learning experience. You got a, a staff that's just first year together. Yeah. Um, as much as we need to say, or as much as we talk about, we you know players. You know, as a staff, you get used to it. They got a young staff. They do. Right. Besides, the, you know, I call them the four horsemen, you know, Matt Rule, Tony White, Satterfield and Foley. I think everybody else is relatively young. Right. In the coaching deal. Yeah. Well, well, it's so it's everybody's learning newer at leading the room. Right. right. You, like you think of even like Donovan Riola, this is what year two yeah. of, of him being the O-line coach everywhere yeah. else. It's been assistant offensive, like right. that kind of thing. Right. It's there. The, 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 the voice in the room. Right. So, I mean, it just voice. takes a little bit of time, takes some experience and Iowa staff is able to draw on 20 some years of experience. The Iowa yeah. staff, you know, and so this one is a heartbreaker. It stings, man. Just to see, first of all, losing to Iowa ever, man, yeah. I just hate Iowa. I respect them, but I hate them. Right, yeah. losing that way when you had a chance at least to go to overtime or potentially overtime, or actually more or less win the game, it's got to suck, man. I, I mean, I just never lost like that this much. I mean, like walk off like that. Let's go uh, back to the Honda Lincoln Hotline before we take our first time out. Terry is on the line. Terry, appreciate you being patient. What's on your mind? Uh, just a couple of things. Um, first of all, um, this is the third time we have had the ball with a minute or two to go in the game, driving to win the game and turn the ball over and then let them go down and score and win the game. It's, it's so frustrating to watch. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, it's like, I don't know. They find ways to lose instead of finding ways to win. It's, it's, it's hard to watch sometimes. The other thing is um, comment about Iowa's game traveling. Yes, it does. When you play teams like Nebraska, Purdue, when they play Michigan or Ohio State, they're going to get destroyed. Yeah. There yeah. What I mean by that is, is Iowa's, Iowa, Iowa would be a winning program no matter where they're at. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not. I was not a top five team, mm-hmm. right? But if they played in the Pac-12, they they ball, right? I mean, they would they would find ways to win. They played in the Big Twelve, they'd find ways to win. If they were in the ACC, they would find ways to win. SEC, find ways to win. Not to the magnitude of Georgia and all them, but Iowa is going to Iowa wherever they're at. That's why that game travels. And as Iowa's program, you don't, Iowa's program and, and athletic department doesn't need them to be at Georgia's level. In no. They don't need them. They never they're, have they're, been. They're, they're thrilled with this 10-2 and two season. Maybe not with Brian Ferentz and that whole situation, and things are probably a little uncomfortable with Kirk and how they handled sure. that entire. But thing. they're fine. But, but, the, they're, but they're the, I'm telling you what, though, the, the Ferentz they 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 gave the last little parting yeah. middle finger to and, people and, that doubted him. And the whole thing of Brian Ferentz, you know, he gets let go, and ever since then he hasn't worn a single piece of Iowa gear when he's in public. Like there's there's that little those shots behind the scenes. Oh yeah, and you you can't tell me that that's not in the back of his mind. If you if you don't think his dad's got his, his exactly. chest puffed out that we're going to Indianapolis, and I'm sure yep. I'm sure Brian Ferentz gets a bonus off of that. So does his dad, yep. and rightfully so, they earned it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to respect their program now. When you and, and you got to respect a program that's able to beat teams 
that they should beat, but then yeah. beat, then come back and win games. Maybe they shouldn't. I mean, you got to think they they were in a dog fight against Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Nebraska beat the brakes off of Northwestern. They've been a lot in a lot of dog fights and have been able to win. And the, and and so you got to give them a lot of credit. You know, is it a perfect Iowa team? No. Is it is it a team that could probably beat a Michigan Ohio State? Most likely not. But for them, they're fine with having another Big Ten West championship, uh, considering that's. Probably wasn't, you know. Look, yeah. they they've had some injury history or injuries this year. Quarterback and their, two tight ends gone. Their best player, right? Cooper DeGene, right? And Cooper DeGene gone. Their, their best player, right? One of the best players in the nation out. Yes, two NFL tight ends out. Quarterback out. And and maybe, running back with number four have been hurt pretty much the first half of the season. Yeah. Um, and now they're starting to get him healthy. Jay, let's let's go ahead and pause ten seconds for station identification because I, I'm real curious. Um, about the, I gotta find it here. But uh, nonetheless, I, I'm real curious about like the outlook for Nebraska football. And, and what I mean by that is simply what Nebraska staff needs to do with their talent going forward. And I'll, I'll explain that a little yeah. more in depth here. Uh, Nine three seven. The ticket. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. All right, so so what I mean by that, I think, is look at Iowa, right? Mm-hmm. We just mentioned all the injuries they've had. They maximize their talent. They do. However they want to do it, they can overcome fumbles. They can overcome some some bad quarterback play. They overcome not having a great offensive line, and they still figure out ways to win games. And it's basically through what we talked about, discipline, the fundamentals, the not committing penalties at the wrong time, game management, situational awareness. That feels like what Nebraska is going to have to do because Nebraska is not going to be this program, especially under Matt Rule and his staff that's known for developing, that's going to go out and get a four-star or a five-star. And, and and that's okay but that makes the little or th- the little things just that much more important. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, like Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, all those teams—they do the little things too. They just—they they do. They're, they're, they do the. I mean, they add on top of they the, add on, they the, add the, on the extra, the right. exceptional they, talent. That you will able not to bring be good in. at football not yeah. doing the little things. And that's you know who I'm doesn't saying. do the little things? USC. Yeah. Oh. Well, they're superiorly talented. When you look at their yeah. roster, they don't do the little things, and look what happened to them. So, with Nebraska, of course you do. And how do you maximize that? Yeah, they'll get the they'll get some four four they stars. Will, yes, but then you got to take the four stars and make them into maybe a higher ranked four. I don't know how. I know there's if you're like a lower ranked four star mm-hmm. and a higher ranked four star, you got to just whatever you come in at, you got to leave better and you got to commit to the process and go from there. And so they've you know. You have to look at the overall thing. They've developed players. The reason why they've been able to, yeah. especially like offensively, right? You got to give them credit here. You got you, you have to you have to like patch together some sort of offensive game plan. Your starting quarterback gets hurt after t- what one and a half games, right? Yeah, hadn't didn't really start out well the way you expected. Put another quarterback in. They ain't played since high school. Re revamp your offense. All the while. IGC's out for the season. Xavier Mark, Betts dips Xavier, out. Xavier Betts leaves in the middle of training camp. Yeah. So that again, that's the reps that were could have went to somebody else. That's the 
forecasting who you potentially would have or assumed you'd be investing. If, investing. If you yeah. came this far, you're not expecting you to dip out, right? So that's that's two guys, right? And then Marcus Washington gets hurt after where he makes a game changing after or Friday night catch against after Illinois. against Illinois after losing to um, Michigan. And then you had you know on this the game before I think Turner Corcoran went out, Newelli got hurt. So you got to give them credit. So they if they were if to be able to still hold your head above water, they have had to have to to have developed people, and it came through the way that they practiced and did stuff defensively. You can't tell me that they haven't developed people because they've exactly they've they've taken guys that were left for dead, right? Yeah, that left, weren't left even considered. Weren't even considered yeah. prior, and found a role and found a way to put them in their defensive scheme. And then they took some guys that needed to get a little bit better and pushed them, and they then you saw the fruits of their labor. So they've developed the guys. You're just not – you can't expect this team, in my opinion, and this coach this, – this they haven't even been here a year. Them dudes over there have been there 20-some years. Yeah. You got to think. They've had, they've had kids graduate high school, The coach, the, yeah. some of those coaching staffs. Parker's been there. The defensive coordinator has been there forever. Yeah. I'm sure him and Ferentz are going to probably leave together, right? You got uh, LeVar Woods, who played over there, who, really good recruiter and special, and special teams coach and linebacker coach. So he gives them kind of a new age, new edge, mm-hmm. right? And then so that kind of allows Kurt Ferentz to oversee everything and take the pressure off of him. So they're a little bit more tightened up. And that's why you said, you know, with with because I coach AU basketball quarters, whatever you want to look yeah. at. You know the equivalent of what happens in Nebraska is? And this is the hardest thing to co- – and the only reason I know is because I coach AU basketball. This is the hardest thing to do when you go from where kind of like my group started to take that next step. Because mm-hmm. once you reach a certain point of success and you and you can see across the street or whatever you want to look at as analogy, true success, you start to look at the clock. Yeah, I'm telling you. You'll, yeah, we'll, oh, see, we'll see yeah. it when we call basketball yeah. games. You'll be up by 10. Oh, there's three minutes left. Oh, we can give up a three. Okay, we get yeah. one. Okay, we're only next thing you know, there's 30 seconds left. You're still up by four, and you lose by three. The, That's the, the equivalent of what happened in the last four games. The, the sports gods always are going are always going to find you. They're always they always are they always if are. If they would have found me found me, Nick, I would have a statue of myself out there. I, I understand that, but I'm saying <laughs> no, I mean, you, ta- you talked about. It. I mean, yeah. whether what, at whatever level. Whether, yeah. whether it's it's college baseball, college football, college basketball, high school basketball, high school, wh- whatever level, they're going to find you. It, it's same thing in baseball. You make an error, guess what? Probably in the next five plays, five five bat on balls, there's going to be a play at you. Yeah. How, how are you going to respond, right? You miss a tackle, you miss an interception, you, you get a PI, it's coming right back at you. Yeah. How are you going to respond? Yeah. It, you get punched in the mouth, what's what's going to happen? Yeah. That, it, that, it, you just got to be ready. And, it, you know, the... And there was at times. I mean, the Braskers answered the answered they, the bell. They have. They, they've they answered have. the bell. I mean, that's the that's the. I think that's the most frustrating part, right? The things that like, especially under like Nike. I call him Nice Mike. Under Nice Mike Riley, yeah. right? Had no bounce back percentage. None. Nick. I mean, I'm talking about negative. One bad thing happens. Next thing you know, you might as well give the team 55. Well, points. yeah, the margin for error right. or or bad things is just so thin. Even even the next dudes. These dudes come out and they do it and then they make some progress and then it's like, okay, we get within a minute. And then instead of – and the game was kind of in a calm kind of Nebraska pace. Mm-hmm. The, the, the game, in my opinion, 
I felt like Nebraska could have started faster, right? Yeah. Obviously. But after you kind of got going, I felt like majority of the game was at Nebraska's pace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, that last 41 seconds, it was 41 seconds. I remember it was, it was, that, that, nice yeah, four, it was like it got way too, it just started yeah. playing in a hurry. And then they, they didn't blink. They just said, okay, they were fine playing at our pace. Yeah. And go, you know, potentially going into overtime or defending against losing. Hey, yeah. And the next thing you know, we got gave him a little, you know, quick uh, Christmas present. No. Let, let's go. Let's go back to the phone lines. We got nobody. Okay. Um. Let's go ahead, Jay. Let's take our first time out, uh, because there's a lot to get to. Obviously, it still is a big day in Nebraska athletics. You got Nebraska volleyball. Are they teeing uh, it up right they, now, right? They, they, they are underway against uh, Wisconsin. Obviously, Nebraska already the outright Big Ten champions. Thanks to uh, Are they Penn, playing at home? Penn State and Purdue. No, it's at Wisconsin in Madison. Then at 4 p.m. you have the Elite Eight for Nebraska soccer yeah. out at Stanford. So it's a big day. Uh, Jay and I will be here until 4 p.m. before we hand it off uh, since we'll go our 90 minutes or so after and kind of put a bow on this on this season as Nebraska ends with a 5-7 and seven record. Uh, Jay Foreman postgame show sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinnie Krikak of State Farm Insurance, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln and Action plumbing, heating, AC, and electrical. You guys can chime in as you have. There, there's a lot of text that we need to get to, a lot of comments on our video stream. We'll Facebook, read the text yeah, next. Yeah, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, twi Twitter, uh, 402-464-5685 is the phone number to call and text as well. Uh, Matt Rule has uh, talked after Iowa, so we'll talk a little bit about that. So I see some good ones about the 60-yard the field goal setup. Um, opening comments, his thoughts on the game, what happened on the lost offensive drive. We'll talk all about that uh, coming up next as we also hear from you guys. Jay Foreman Post Game Show. Don't go anywhere right here. 93.7 The Ticket. Jay Foreman Post Game Show. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinny Krikak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What I will say, and this, you know, I know sometimes, whatever, um, they, they are winners. I'm um, very grateful for that senior class. As I said, they stood in the gap. Um, well, my, everyone might not be able to see it. I, I truly believe they've built something really, really special and um, just hate, uh, hate the way it ended. So um, credit to Iowa. They're a really good football team. They play a certain way. Um, you know, we uh, obviously had our you know, chances down the stretch. And... Um, we just weren't able to make it happen. So things that have affected us all year affected us. Um, and, uh, and, we, and we lost the football game, obviously. So There you go. There's uh, Matt Rule's comments on the game. Uh, let's go through some of your guys' texts. 464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line. Both those open for you guys. Um, we have Faisal that says, Rule did a terrible coaching job this year considering, considering our schedule. Satterfield cost us at least three games with play calling as well. Unnamed Texter says, our OC needs a serious evaluation for the last three weeks. He's tried so hard to make our running game and screen game horizontal instead of downhill. When will we realize we don't have the athletes or receivers to set the edge? Um, Scani Skur says, the feel of the entire season is uh, tainted by the last four. Undefeated October to a no-win November. The season ends with a sad flop. Um... Somebody says, we shouldn't be shocked. This is who Nebraska is, and that is who Iowa is, a perfect microcosm of both programs. Um, there you go. Uh, 
another game mismanaged at the end, bad penalties, turnovers, mismanagement. Uh, somebody says, give me some positives from this season. I'll wait. I, there are a lot. There, there, yeah, are, there's, a lot of there's a lot of positives, yeah. right? There's a lot of uh, young guys that you feel excited about. Um, you should. You, you should. Emmett Johnson's one of them. Emmett Johnson showed to be a, a, RB, a true RB1 towards the end. Um, I thought, at least. Jalen Lloyd, who has only been playing wide receiver for almost two years, yeah. has has shown that he has the ability to to make guys you know create separation on the edge or on the perimeter. Malachi Coleman had a had a couple of nice catches today. Um, I thought also the offensive line is something we didn't ta- have to talk about a whole lot this year. I thought like Donovan Riola, everybody wanted to fire Donovan Riola last year. Like I'll, I'll be honest. Everybody was like shocked and pissed and and frustrated when Donovan Riola was the one coach that Matt Rule brought back from the previous staff. And here we are, right? He goes out and gets Ben Scott. How much better do you feel if Nebraska was able to compete NIL-wise and was able to keep Walter Rouse, right? Or Micah Mazuka, who ended up going and taking NIL from Florida instead and flamed out, right? Nebraska feels like they're in a pretty good spot offensive line recruiting with a guy in Grant Bricks from Iowa who's the number one interior offensive lineman in the country. Like, everybody was wanting to put Donovan Rael to the fire and get him out of here, and now here we see it a year later, and that offensive line group, Bryce Benhart, we didn't talk much about him this year in terms of negativity. Was it perfect? Absolutely not. But there was a couple plays today, especially on uh, the, the one pass to Jalen Lloyd, who was uh, for a touchdown. There, there was some really good protection today, right. and there has been over the last couple of months. Yeah, I mean, they've made some improvement. I mean, there are a lot of young guys. I mean, the one thing that was funny, or not funny, but the, like for Jalen Lloyd, uh, for Doss, who came you know, back after being injured, Malachi Coleman, this is their first taste of going against some grown men. Yeah. I mean, where Iowa, they, they, this is a vicious game that they play, and it's a good learning experience. And so, you know, there's plenty of positives to take out of the, out of it, but ultimately, you know, your win-loss record is the most important, and five wins just isn't good enough. And so, but there's still improvement there. It's and you could say it's the same on Nebraska. And you and the easy thing is you could point right at the turnover thing. But any other Nebraska team, you probably win two games with that many turnovers. Now that's like whipped cream on horse doo doo. Yeah, you're trying right? to grasp. Yeah. But I'm not into moral victories. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of positives. And, and Matt Rule had, I mean, what he said was, you don't become a champion until, right, just that year. You, you've got to do championship type of things. In order to have some positive, they've had to have a majority of guys that do championship type of things. They just need it at a, at a higher rate and a more consistent rate on Saturdays or whenever the games are played. So... You know, as frustrated as people are, you know, people were frustrated at, you know, times where Nebraska back in the 80s couldn't win. They're frustrated after 83, going all the way down to the national championship and dookie down their leg. Quite frankly, you know what I mean? Choked. Um, so it's it's just however you want to look at it. There's been times in, in this program where Nebraska couldn't sniff a team from Florida. Mm-hmm. We rectified that and lost our way and uh, trying to get back on the right track. So I think right now it's, if, if it's me, I'm, I'm, my season starts tomorrow. Now, granted, if I'm a yeah. player, I'm gonna take a day or two off, 
But I got to get an edge. You got to get an edge. You, you know, you're going to have to be, be able to, everybody's going to have to identify their strengths and weaknesses. And then you got to go out there and add to it. And and if if it's not, right, like if you're not having that mentality, you should have learned, I think, through these last, I mean, through this last month, especially on how quick you think you have something. Not, I don't want to say in the bag, but then it gets, it gets ripped. It, like you, you lose it. It didn't get taken away from Nebraska. They they let it slip. Yeah, if you if you let up, yeah, an inch, it, it goes so quick. It goes quick, and yep. then you then you then you you're then you go back into the old mentality of we're waiting for them to mess up. Well, teams are going to continue to play, um, and then you start to put more pressure undue onto yourself because maybe you start to think, okay, there's no way that we can lose four in a row. We haven't done that all year. You know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, it does. I mean, we're, it does, we're, it's we're only a program nat- that's above 500 right now. We it's have- only natural to be like yep. that because sometimes around here with the amount of attention that you get, you can, the, how you handle success is probably the bigger mm-hmm. test to how you're going to do well. And it has done it, whether it's players, coaches, or just every, anybody, how well, how well, how much can you stay grounded? Yeah. How much can you really sit up there and think about yourself when after you have a couple games? Can you continue to push the reset button? Like Matt Rule says, one and zero. Well, you got to be one for for a whole team to think about it. You got to have every individual on that team operating um, individually, right? Yeah. And then thinking collectively. So if you got a couple guys that were like, man, man, I think I might be on my way. Well, you on the way to not being on your way, and that's the way it happens. And it's the football gods will come back to you. And bite you right in your butt, and then you will be three weeks from now and be like, man, you know, you don't want, you know, you don't want to sit back there and be like, man, did I really sell it out? And I pull that, it, pull it, man, pull it, and that's you know, that's, put it the, on the line. that's the worst thing is, did I prepare well enough? Did I take care of everything I could do to make sure I was ready to go and help my guys? And if there's even a little bit of doubt, that that eats at you until next August when you can hit somebody else other than your teammates. I, I just, man. That's crazy. Well, well, there's a way to there, there's a way that you have to be able to like at this point, you're not going to go back and be able to play Iowa. They're probably on the yeah. way. They're probably on the plane by now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or at least on the way to the airport. You can't do anything. What you have to do is, and the season comes very quickly because your body's kind of like on a clock. There is no time off. There is no let's forget about it. I ain't forgetting about it. I hate losing. If you don't, if you, I hate losing more than I like winning. So if you're, if you're not in that mindset, man, you, you, you tripping, man. Cause you have a tremendous opportunity here. You've made some, some pretty big steps in a short amount of time. Whereas obviously the way that this program is ran, it's a lot different than it was before. Right. Just, I'm just assuming just reading the tea leaves. Right. So that's a lot of transition and to be on the cusp of breaking through, not just going to a bowl game, but potentially it's not just looking at this game. It's looking at the very first game. What do we learn from that? What do we learn from going into a hostile uh, territory in Colorado? That's like going into a hornet's nest the way it was. Okay. Then you come back win two, then you're facing a real deal. Top yeah. two or three team in Michigan. Are they 45 points better than us? Probably not. We did. Did we really come in there with saying we're, we're going to show you, how good we are mentality, or are we just going to be okay with it? Well, then we bounce back, go on the road, and win. So you got to go back and look at everything, but, you know, every team's going to be looking to improve. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it is. Yeah. You should be looking to improve as a player. 
Let's uh, nobody's make nobody's. I mean, there's no. You, you get what I'm saying? Oh, so you're yeah, in it together. Yeah. So if somebody's saying, "Hey, Nick, you need to get better at you know, creating separation." Okay. Yeah. I understand that. Actually, I was thinking the same thing. This is what else I think I need to get better at. And then my job is to say, "Okay, well, this is how you do it." You know, you need to watch more tape. What's the before we before we head to break? And we got about thirty minutes left in, in me and Jay here before we hand it off to the other guys. When you look at all right, what's next? Off season meetings, exit meetings, like Matt Rule sits down. It, yeah, what, I don't what's, know how they the, do things. I know I would. I mean, I don't know what they do. Weight room two days. Like uh, no, I mean what, I'm sure. What's, I mean what's I'm the, sure is that you as wanna, a player, what's you might next? Take, to be honest with you, you might take a week or week or maybe two off to. I would always just kind of be active. Yeah. You know, um, maybe a week or two off to kind of decompress a little bit get away from it um and then i don't know when they do their deals i mean it's yeah. you know so I'm, I'm sure they're gonna have a team meeting i'm sure um and then have some you know um, individual meetings right i'm assuming um within the you know next couple of weeks and then i'm sure that they got to get into recruiting I'm, i mean you got the new uh yeah commitment Period here and sometime in December, right? Just a couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. So they got. I, I believe a, it's the week before Christmas. Okay, so then you got to make sure that you dive into that because that's the, that's their next season. Yeah, that you know what I mean. So yeah. this season's over. As you're at, we got to pivot to improvement, and improvement is recruiting. All the while, making sure that we rehab whatever we need to work on. Who's going to be on the roster? Yeah, you know, going forward, and you go from there. And then you just got to kind of, you know, identify what you need to get better at. Let's uh, let's go to break. When we come back, we'll hear more from Matt Rule because he, he like we mentioned, he was uh, asked about the confusion on the 60-yard field goal, uh, stuff like that where Nebraska was forced to burn a timeout, uh, some other things from Matt Rule as well. So let's hit on all that. Uh, the J Forum Post Game Show sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, State Farm, and Vinnie Kreekak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing heating, AC, and electrical. We'll touch on all that and more when we come back on the Jay Foreman Postgame Show. Jay Foreman Postgame Show. Sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinny Krikak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? We are back. Jay Foreman uh, Postgame Show. We've got about... 20. Oh, it's only 25 minutes or so, Jay, left in our excursion together. Yeah, I know. It goes by quick, man. <laughs> it it does. was. Uh, we had 12 quarters left, 16 quarters was, left, and that's all we got. You know, it was, just, it, it was just like yesterday <laughs> when we kind of put it all together. Uh, after Big Ten Media Day, it was kind of official. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. It just went by quick, man. I would have rather. Believe it I, yeah. Do you look back and you would, do, would you change anything? Would you prepare a little better? Anything would you change? The only thing I would change <laughs> is this. One of the games I was watching at home, and I had one more Modelo, and I was go. five minutes late, and I've heard about it for the last six weeks. Well, that's it. It was six weeks ago. Yeah, it was horrible. You just, I did, I did. You were like repeat. You, you have to be honest, though, Jay. You got to be honest and uh, and and kind of bail me out here. I never said it publicly. I know, but I it's not. But Nick, every time that you have a chance to talk about it, you just won't let it go. I honestly forgot about it until you just said it now. Well, somebody told me about it earlier today. Oh, okay. There yeah, we go. so that's <laughs> anyway, the only regret. Hey, Besides that, though, it was it's been fun. It has been. 
um, and the new studio goes right in, right in, you yeah. know, line with it. And never. we'll be doing some other stuff. We'll do yeah. a wrap up show and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, never forget when we saw somebody run into the pool. Yeah, drunk at two a.m. Yeah. Anyways, uh, good times. Let's uh, let's hear Matt Rule on uh, confusion on the sixty yard field goal. This is something I'm kind of looking forward to. They got a timeout where uh, Alvano was actually going out for a 60 yard field goal, but then it ended up being the punt. Was that just a confusion that you guys were going to punt there? Versus no, he just didn't run out. Yeah. The punter didn't run out. Yeah. So you were going to try a 60 yarder in the north wind? I had, I had a fake call. Oh. Yeah, so I had a fake call. Um, Nick? Oh. He didn't run out at that point. I just said, you know what? <laughs> Sometimes I've got to go with karma. Like, <laughs> maybe this isn't the time to do it. Let's pin him down. And Bushini did a great job getting it down to the one. So. Um, you know, we yelled field goal. The guy's supposed to run. The guys are all supposed to run out. He must not have heard it. But um, yeah, we were gonna fake it. Oh, there you go. No, there, there's your answer. There Nick. you go. So you just got had to pump your brakes. I did. Yeah, apologize. No, no, because why aren't you ready? What do you mean? Why, why, why aren't you running onto the field? Who, Matt Rule? No, no, Tristan Alvano. He a freshman. This is game twelve. Uh, hey, I believe after six games, you're no longer a freshman. This, this is game 12. Sometimes the moment gets too big, and like, sometimes you get to be, be be in the game. At all times. You uh, just that, never know. And I'm, once again, I, I don't want to, like, I'm not trying to single out a guy because that wasn't the play that lost Nebraska the game. It's a culmination. It's a combination of a lot of plays and a lot of decisions and a lot of situational awareness. Be in the game. There's, there, there's never a time in my eyes that like you shouldn't want or you shouldn't be mentally in the game or physically. Once you get close to the 50, you better be as, ready. As a kicker. It, yes. And punt team yeah. and field goal Man. team. Be ready. Yeah. What's your helmet on? First of all, why your helmet off? It's cold out. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's just to learn again. I mean, the easy thing for people to do, I'm telling you, you'll hear it all the time. You hear it all the time, and it's so lazy. <laughs> you'll get on here, and then you'll be like, oh, it's the coach's fault, right? It can't be, because I can guarantee you, okay? I got $1 left in my wallet, okay? That's it. Yeah, because my man Macaroni Tony borrowed $40 from me <laughs> today. So you had 41 at one I had $41. Macaroni Tony hit me up. Shout for, to Tony. Yeah, he hit me up for 40 quick. <laughs> That's my. That must be his friend fee or something. Well, I got this last dollar. Okay. I wouldn't have bet if this was this dollar. I'd push it all the way in the middle of the table. He was there in there during the week. Mm. That's the thing that's the hardest thing about coaching, right? Especially young kids. You've got to be ready. You can't blame it on coaches. I mean, the dude ain't run out there. Yeah. But Matt, I give it to Matt Rule, boy. I would have been blowing my oh, top. I, well, and that and that's what I, I was caught off guard because he wasn't. He was. Well, because he's a, like, made way more cool, calm, and collective than you. And you, yes, I would have. I would have. Yeah, probably. Uh, let's let's hear another from from Matt Rule. What happened on the last offensive drive? Uh, but I'd have to see the tape to know what, what exactly happened. But you know, with 23 seconds, we we're trying to push the ball down the field. Uh, I had a deep over route there with an in cut in behind it, and, and, you know, chasing it this way, hoping to hoping to get the ball thrown past the sticks and um, clock it. You know, maybe take one more chance at a long field goal. So there you go. I, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad about the play call. Yeah, I was mad. I was disappointed the decision. Execution. 
It's no different than Iowa throwing and Tommy Hill intercepted yeah. it. It's no different. I mean, it happens. They're allowed to make plays. I mean, they're a good defense. They're going to make plays. They're 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 they as much as we feel like we can depend on our defense. Yeah. They feel it as well. They they figured and assumed once we got that holding penalty on the return mm-hmm. that it was up to the defense not allowing them to score. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You must be so. you must be having Vershawn and DP on in the after game. Show. Oh, there you go. After us. Well, we got we got we got one segment left. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and take our break. Uh, right. We'll wrap it all up one final time when we come back on the Jay Foreman Post Game Show. Jay Foreman Post Game Show, sponsored by Tanner's Bar and Grill, Vinny Kreekak, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, and Action Plumbing, Heating, AC, and Electrical. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? We're back. Jay Foreman, post-game show, last segment of the uh, 2023 season. Unfortunate 13-10 to 10 loss, Iowa. You know what's crazy is Iowa was 7-19 on third and fourth towns. Yeah. That's winning. 7-19, of 19, which, funny enough, they started 6-10. of 10. Yeah, and so that means Nebraska made some adjustments, and then... Uh, I, I believe, sorry to cut you off, I believe the first time that Iowa got a first down in the second half was with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Nebraska really it clamped late, it, it down. It was late yeah. in the fourth quarter. And then uh, Nebraska was 8-17, which is pretty dang good. So those are like... But then it, I think it really comes down to three fumbles and two loss. Yeah. In the interception, so I don't, you know, so, you know, that was probably the turning point in the game, part of the game, big, smaller, and different. You know, I think it all kind of bulls up to that. Um, obviously, you know, missed field goal and stuff like that, but you knew it was going to be a close game. It had the lowest, like, point total, right, ever in history. 25 and a half. So. And it still hits. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it was rough going out there. It's two two defenses out there battling an extremely physical game. You know, I think that uh you know, the you know, Nebraska's gotta obviously just deal with it like deal with this game, right? Getting through the emotions of this game. I, I always yeah. feel like the emotions are high, you're frustrated, you're mad and all angry and all you know, all the things that are natural. And then, you know, quite frankly, within twenty four hours, you gotta you gotta get ahead. You gotta use this as a positive if there's ever a positive, right? As much as a positive as it would have been to do the same things that you have to do right now and be like almost overloaded in the sense of practicing, recruiting, and all that. Now you're just gonna have to put in overdrive into self evaluation, player evaluation, roster evaluation, recruitment, um, who potentially could be a recruit later on down the road, and all that stuff. And then you go into, you know, looking at each game of the season, breaking down every play. There's a story of Coach Osborne where when we were stuck in the mud, couldn't get over the edge against the Florida teams or in the bigger games. They said he watched every single play for 11 times. That's for every player. So he could just right tackle, right guard. I mean, to see where they could get better at. So you got to start approaching it to that, and you know it'd be you know the players need to say the guys that are coming back or the guys that decide to come back because I'm sure there's some seniors that walked or guys that walked right that could well that could come back and vice versa people that didn't walk and because there were some intriguing names that did not walk that can always come back or excuse me that can leave I should say so you, just because you don't walk doesn't mean you can't move on. 
Oh, uh, for from, sure. From, from, I'm not saying transfer. I'm saying from graduating, right? Oh, sure. So, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. vice versa. Like, yeah. so, like the guys, some of the guys that walk today can return next season. Yeah, yeah. So. If they have, a, I mean, those guys have got to find it with the comeback for the right reasons, right? Because if you don't come back for the right reasons, it will come out into your play, and you're close, and you got to do more. Yes, you worked hard. You know, look, you worked hard. You put through. You put somewhat of a championship mentality to kind of go out there and, and look like an improved team in a lot of areas. But I need some more. Yeah. And I'm going to demand more. And the stakes are going to be higher. And it actually should be easier because now you know somewhat of what the standard is, and then you need to raise the standard yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that will obviously become more of a habit and a group, you know, type of, like, environment. And then you go from there, and, you know, it's only going to get tougher. The schedule's not going to be easier. Um, you're going to have to win some games that maybe are 50, 50 games. That's how you become, that's how you have a good season. You got to find a way to get it done. And it's the, the work starts right now. There is no, like, here's the funny thing about it is, is like, yeah, sure. Everybody's tired right now, but if you want an advantage, if you want to be good at anything, you're going to be tired. I mean, you think like at the end of the NFL season, dudes ain't tired. You gotta work through it, dude. That's the way. That's what separates you. Yeah. Everybody can work when they're when they're not tired or feeling one hundred percent. All right, Jay, we got thirty seconds, my man. Close it out for us one final time. Five and seven. Um, a lot of steps forward. You know, a couple sideways steps, a couple sideways back. But I'll, I think ultimately, it's in a positive direction. So I'm a. You know, I'm. I guess pleased. You know. There you go. I'd be more excited. We're going to bowl game, but. Uh, I guess Pinstripe Bowl can wait next year. <laughs> We're seconds. out, man. We'll turn it over to the other crew. We're gone. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario?